Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Raw and the Cooked, your home for cooking inspiration plus raw and honest book reviews. Episodes alternate between my two passions, maintaining a simple and efficiently run kitchen and keeping up with this year's hottest books. I hope after each episode, you take away a new idea for your kitchen or a new book recommendation. I'm your host, Dara Boxer, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, everyone. I am so glad to be back today. I did not mean to leave you hanging for a solid three months during my little hiatus uh, from this weekly podcast, but hey, life happens. And for whatever reason, this particular pregnancy, I seem to have less energy in my second trimester and I just needed to not do this for a little bit. I am glad to be back. We are here and we are resuming with weekly podcasts, hopefully. Um, I'm 30 weeks pregnant, so we'll see how much longer I can uh, keep it going. But anyway, uh, today is part two of my two babies' birth stories. Uh, And then moving forward, we'll continue again to alternate between the home and simplicity and books. So last episode, which was I think like back in April, it like was like legit like full three months. Uh, last episode, episode forty one, I told our first baby's birth story. Um, so if you missed that, go and check that out. And this week is our second baby's birth story, um, and everything a second time mom entails. So let's dive right into it. So. Um, My husband and I, we have always wanted um, a big and large family. I think we're hoping for three, if not four children. And so we wanted to grow it quickly. And we had reopened our window to conceive when our daughter was only nine months old. We were incredibly blessed yet again to get pregnant immediately. And my son's pregnancy was a complete blur. It was honestly like an incredible whirlwind the morning I discovered that I was pregnant, we decided we were ready to leave DC and my husband started looking for jobs. And I would say within a month, we had a move date, a new job, a a new apartment. I mean, it was just bananas. Um, the pregnancy itself was not the best. Um, my daughter's pregnancy was very textbook. It was very smooth, very easy. Um, and I would say my son's was smooth as well. Like nothing crazy happened or went wrong, but it was, um, just very intense. Um, there was a lot of nausea, a lot of vomiting, um, a lot of pelvic pain, um, to the point where like I needed to see a chiropractor. Um, in addition, uh, he, he was a 2020 baby. So we had the pandemic that hit right around my third trimester. Um, in addition to just all of the things that cross country move with a toddler and two cats and tails. So it was just a really tumultuous time for our family. We had a lot going on. I was thrilled to find a team of midwives here in St. Louis that ran their own practice um, that had a beautiful birthing center located inside of a major St. Louis hospital. Um, And as an added bonus, it was only 10 minutes away from our house. Um, Taking the tour, I was just blown away by how wonderful and gorgeous and clean and spacious it was. Um, And next thing I knew, it was March 2020. Um, I had gone in for an appointment at 28 weeks and again at 34 weeks, and that was it until birth. Uh, because again, 2020, um, it was just a very weird year to have a baby. Uh, I do remember being very thankful. It was my second baby because I, I would have been like very uptight and nervous and anxiety ridden had it been my first. But anyway, that aside, um, we, 
used to take really long, wonderful family walks. That is one beautiful highlight I remember from that like really bizarre period of time. Um, and uh, one Sunday morning after breakfast, my family and I, this was probably like a week and some odd days before my due date, um, we went for a long family walk after breakfast and I, I just noticed Braxton Hicks contractions um, and they were present all day, even after a, a, you know, two plus hour walk, drinking tons of water. Um, and by the end of the evening, they did form somewhat of a pattern. And I remember not being able to sleep because I knew it was happening. So my husband and I just chatted just stupidly. We kept each other up like the entire night, just talking. And I, I just, I don't know. I was just too excited. Um, and the next morning we woke up, uh, they were still present pretty much all day, but nothing crazy. Uh, we took our daughter to a children's museum here in St. Louis, and I remember calling my midwives to be like, okay, like I think this is it. Can I come in and get checked? Um, so I had a 1 p.m. appointment or whatever it was. We we brought our hospital bags with us just in case they were like, this is it. Like, let's get you in, in the birthing suite. Uh, that did happen with my daughter's birth. So I figured like, okay, you know, similar pattern just in case. But it turns out that when they checked me, I was only two centimeters, but not a true two, whatever that means. It's just just not a real two centimeters. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, which was a little weird for me because again, like the cramping was like a at least a solid 24 hours at this point, but that's fine. So I remember leaving, feeling a little defeated and just going home, resting, having, having lunch, and then deciding to go for a really long walk to like really get things moving this time. And I had to call it quits about 20 minutes into the walk because at this point contractions were requiring, you know, more than just breathing through them. Um, so uh, if, you know, things are progressing and next thing I know it's like after dinner time and I had hit the three, one, one rule contractions were two to three minutes apart and had been for a couple of hours at that point, you know, I, it was, it was a lot more challenging to get through them, um, without like squatting and you know, doing all of what I needed to do. So we decided after we put our daughter to bed that we would head, back into the birthing center because like we were like this, it was happening for sure. Um, so we drove back and I got checked and this time I was a true two, but that was it just two centimeters. And I couldn't believe I had made almost no progress since the seven or eight hours, especially considering contractions were like pretty strong and two to three minutes apart. So the nurse had told us to walk around the hospital quarter for an hour, an hour and a half, come back at 10 and we'll, we'll reevaluate then. And this was by far the worst part for me because we had to walk around a crowded, brightly lit, really intense hospital with tons of sick people. It was, you know, June of 2020 at this point. So, you know, we're wearing our face masks and it was just very difficult to labor through it, especially because all I really wanted and needed was a very dark, quiet room. And it's, that's essentially the opposite of what you get when you're told to walk around the hospital hallways. Um, so at some point we just decided to park ourselves at a bench and I just remember leaning over, closing my eyes and just doing my own thing until 
10 p.m. So we got rechecked, and at this point, I'm only three centimeters, and I'm like, w- like, what is happening? Um, so the midwife on call met us, and we just talked through some options. Uh, she suggested driving home and coming back, but to me, that just did not seem like it was just like a non-starter. Um, and I really could not go back out there and continue to walk the halls. So she had taken pity on me because technically she cannot admit patients into the birthing center until they're a minimum of four centimeters. Um, but she knew that like my body needed that quiet, dark, serene environment. So she told us that we could go in and labor in there, but not use any of the water features like the birthing tub or the shower until I was officially admitted. So it was like, that's great. Um, so that was like a huge blessing because the thought of having to deal with another round trip car ride was like unthinkable. So, uh, the nurse had set me up with a peanut ball. The room was a perfect, wonderful birthing environment. And as soon as that peanut ball, uh, was in between my legs and I was lying down, um, contractions just completely hit a whole new level. Um, to the point where like the midwife came back, God, maybe 15 minutes later and was like, okay, you're admitted. Uh, you're officially admitted. And she could tell that a, a lot of cervical progress was happening based on, I guess, the noises that I was making, like the, the moaning and the screaming and whatever. So they immediately filled up the birthing tub and got me situated. Clothes came off. Like I went in the tub um, and we, we finally called our doula, like, because we were now admitted and could finally have her join us. And, um, I was excited, except um, all of the action happened in the tub and, and very quickly. And they, I mean, contractions just hit a whole new level. And looking back, it could have only been transition. Like that's the, like, that was the only thing that made sense. But the other part of me, the part that wasn't fully in labor land was like, oh, wait a second, like there's no way this is transition because I... I was just checked like an less than an hour ago and was told I was less than three centimeters dilated. So like, there's no way that this is happening. And I just, contractions were just so intense. Like it was 100% transition and I didn't have my doula with me. I was starting to panic. I was like, I, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Um, I figured maybe this would just be like a way more challenging delivery than my daughter's. Um, but then I was like, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to pull the plug, get wheeled upstairs and just get an epidural. Cause like, there's no way I'm going to be able to go through with this. Um, and I, I feel like my husband could like, like sense my like panic and he just, he really stepped up. Like he was incredible. He like did the hip squeezes. He did the deep breaths. He screamed with me, matching me decibel for decibel, which just for whatever reason, like really helped. And like, you know, held the vomit bucket under my face, like did the towel. I mean, he was just like awesome, like really wonderful. I mean, he had no choice, right? We, we didn't have our doula. Um, and let me tell you, she took a really long time considering St. Louis traffic. And especially at that time of the night, it was like, you know, I don't know, 10, 30, 11 PM. Um, and the rule of St. Louis is like from point A to point B is like 12 minutes, no matter where you start and end. Um, it, it took her an hour and a half. Anyway, I, that's not the point. Um, the point is she did not really make it in time to be of any use, which was very unfortunate. So, um, I started feeling pretty pushy. Like I, I got the urge to push and was like ready to come out of the tub. So I, 
I got out and the only position that was comfortable for me was squatting or just being very low to the ground, like resting on my laurels, like holding on to something while squatting. And it was great. Um, I, I couldn't believe how quickly it was happening. Um, at some point, my bag of waters broke and I, I, I felt the ring of fire very briefly on a few separate pushes. So like I knew we were like so close. Um, someone had suggested getting on the bed and trying to push on my side, which works well for a lot of women. Unfortunately for me, the urge to push completely disappeared on my side. So I like repositioned, got into like a child's pose, uh, same deal. Like the urge just wasn't there. So we decided to walk over to the toilet, um, because that's where my daughter was delivered and my husband suggested it. Like maybe that would whatever, but just the position was incredibly uncomfortable. We had tried it maybe one or two times um, prior to getting to the bed, uh, but then we decided just, you know what, let's let's give it one more shot. So as I'm climbing off the bed, um, the midwife and I are holding each other's arms for stability, and the moment I have both feet on the ground, everything happens all at once. My, my son comes out in one fell swoop, his head, shoulders, and body. Um, thank God this angel of a nurse caught our son. And I just remember hearing him screaming, which was again, just such a relief. And I was crying and laughing and, uh, you know, the cord stopped pulsing at some point we were put back on the bed cord was cut, uh, after birth was delivered. Uh, we were cleaned up. We were the three of us, me my husband and our new beautiful baby were wrapped in heated blankets. We were given snacks and Gatorade and it, it was just incredible. Um, we, I, at some point I took a shower, we ordered breakfast around 7am. Oh, and I should, I should mention he was actually born at 1240am. So we were inside of the birthing center deliver. I mean, the whole thing was less than two hours. It was actually kind of wild. Um, but we were discharged and everything looked good. Uh, I was back in my own bed, uh, by nine 30 in the morning and it was just heaven. So overall, just a really wonderful experience, and I'm very excited to deliver our third baby this fall at the birthing center. Um, hopefully, I'm hoping for a smoother beginning than this labor, but you know, you get what you get. And as for the second time mom postpartum, so I would say that as far as taking care of the baby itself and the breastfeeding and all of like the child care for your, your second newborn is significantly easier. Like I felt incredibly confident. Um, I knew what I was doing. I knew how to sue the baby and, and what to do and the cues, right? Like there were a lot of things that just came way more naturally and felt like very much second nature especially with breastfeeding, we had, um, almost no hiccups whatsoever. Um, you know, I don't know if that was a combination of just, you know, it was my second time. Um, but also he was just an easier baby. He was a little bit bigger and heavier. Um, so maybe that had something to do with it. I don't, I don't really know, but all I can tell you is like, all of the breastfeeding challenges that I had with my first baby were just not even a factor which was incredible. Um, the second baby, and again, I, this is probably a baby to baby thing, but my second was incredibly laid back and just a much more calm and mellow baby, which I think really helped 
the challenge I would say with the second is learning how to juggle because you're, you're torn, you know, someone is always crying. And especially because my children are, are only 18 months apart. You know, my daughter was only a year and a half old at the time. And so she was very much still dependent and she was still in diapers and couldn't really get herself snacks or, or do anything. And, you know, she was still on a nap schedule that got completely messed up because of a newborn. And it was, it was hard. Um, it was really, really, really challenging. Um, I just, there was always like a moment where somebody needed something or was crying or, uh, you know, just even getting two small children out of the house for appointments or just on, you know, a daily adventure was, yeah, just challenging. Like looking back, uh, that's, that's the only way I can describe it is it was incredibly challenging. However, I will say that around the six month mark, things felt like they ended up, I don't know, just shifting in some like beautiful, wonderful way. And, you know, at that six months old and two years old, they're kind of interacting more. And now, I mean, they're like best friends. Now they're three and a half and two and the relationship that the two of them have, like they're just extremely close and it, it totally made all of the hardness worth it. Um, I think another added factor, and this is for us personally, I'm sure most people won't have this experience, but we decided to purchase a house. Uh, We closed when my son was two weeks old, and then we spent the next six months renovating um, pretty much every square inch of the house. so that was, that was also another, you know, we did it to ourselves. Yes. Um, but that, I mean, that entire time frame is just in a, a huge blur. Um, so again, most people won't have that experience, but for, for us, like trying to renovate an entire house, literally like every single square inch got touched, uh, with a newborn, uh, with a toddler who was, a little on the challenging side, you know, she still kind of is, but, um, just very high strong and very temperamental. Her tantrums hit a whole new level. Um, once my son was born. So, you know, there was that and it was just, it was just a really tough period of time. I'm really glad we're on the other side of it now. Um, and I'm, I'm really hoping that, you know, with the third one, it, it just kind of adds to the chaos and doesn't create like a whole new layer or category, right? Like we're already used to being pulled in two different directions and the juggle. And I hear that the third is easier because of that. Um, whereas I think a big challenge for any other second time mom is, is learning how to balance and shift and be split in, in two completely separate directions. And that's all I can say about that. So yeah, um, that is, that is my birth story and I am 30 weeks pregnant with our third and I'm very excited. I have started, um, meal prepping for myself. Um, I decided not to do dinner per se, but more like I want to heal myself with soups. And so every week for the next, you know, eight, nine, 10, however many more weeks I'm going to carry this child. I'm making a large batch of soup and I'm doing 
doing a different soup every week. I'm freezing it. I'm prepping lactation cookies and yeah, there's a plan and I I feel good. I, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I have chicken noodle soup. I have carrot ginger, tomato, chicken, udon noodle soup. I I am doing a rustic and potato soup, corn and bacon chowder, um, and just a ton of other really delicious, yummy soups that hopefully will be nourishing. And I will thank myself, uh, postpartum. So that is it for this week. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I missed you guys like a lot actually. And I look forward to next week. We're going to talk about some overrated books that I've been reading recently, and I'm really pumped to share them with you. All right. Take care. Thank you.